you're looking for a New Year's resolution that's easy to keep, I have just the one. Resolve to help protect your identity with LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. LifeLock alerts you to potential threats to your identity. And if you have a problem, a U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft, but help keep what's yours, yours, by resolving to protect your identity. Save up to 25% off your first year at lifelock.com slash aware. Welcome to the Barker Podcast Collection. We'll do another song. Oh, yeah. That's right, baby. Girl, tonight we're gonna make love. You know how I know, baby? Cause it's Wednesday. And Wednesday night is the night that we make love. Welcome to the Not Watching Podcast. My name's Rob Howard, and this week I'm joined by... Ian Bruce, John Marson, and Marcus Hurley. You can contact us on email at notwatchingpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at notwatchingpod. Alright, so yeah, we've got some TV news here. Uh, Game of Thrones uh, won a lot of Emmys uh, the other night. Uh, it was up for about 20 uh, it was up for 20 odd of them uh, we reported <laughs> so accurately but yeah it it, um, it won uh, outstanding casting for a drama series outstanding directing for a drama series that was for Mother's Mercy the finale not that awful uh, Sand Snakes episode uh, got outstanding makeup for a single camera series Outstanding production design for a fantasy program. Outstanding single camera picture editing for a drama series. Outstanding sound editing. Outstanding sound mixing. Outstanding visual effects. Outstanding stunt coordination. Outstanding writing. And also Peter Dinklage won Best uh, Supporting Actor. And uh, it took home the Best Drama Emmy as well. uh, The Outstanding for a Fantasy Film, is that a category they made up specifically so they could give them another award? Or for a fantasy TV show. I, yeah, what else is... I suppose that would probably encompass superhero stuff, though, as well. Yeah, <coughs> probably quite a few things, but I didn't know they did categories in the Emmys. Oh, it's mental. When I first looked at these, when the nominations came out, that the the, uh, the press release was like a, a t- 100-page PDF. It was <laughs> insane. Uh, so, yeah, it, it, they're, they're, they're very um, granular. You could say. Um, but yeah, no, that's pr- kind of unprecedented for one single show to to mm. get all of that. Um, and especially... Not his best uh, season. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'd say it wasn't either. Um, although it did get quite a lot of credit for the fact that a lot of it was off book. Um, because they it's kind of got to be at this point. Maybe that was why then. Yeah, I think I think they gave it more credit rather than it just being a retelling of what's already mm. been written by somebody else. So, hence the writing. Oh, I suppose yeah, stuff. rather than adapted for screen, it was actual writing. Yeah, it is well made. No though, even if some of it was a little bit. Sorry. So, so <laughs> yeah. there's no outstanding for being outstanding award. <laughs> wow. They were all outstanding. <laughs> yeah, I got fed up with saying outstanding. So it was uh, the, the, yeah. outstanding numbers of people that you know are watching this now, even 
people who weren't even fancy into fantasy before <laughs> award. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, Peter Dinklage won for Outstanding Supporting Actor, and the Drama Award was for Outstanding Drama Series. So, yeah. But, um, outstanding. Yeah. Out- yeah totally. Outstanding. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, there was some other Game of Thrones news, a bit of casting news. Uh, Richard E. Grant and Essie Davis, who you might remember from The Babadook, uh, she was the mum in that. Um, they've both been cast as a kind of what sounds like some kind of travelling actors within the show. Like, like they're a theatre troupe or something and uh, we don't know how many episodes they're going to be in but they are going to be in it and they'll be performing a sh- play called The Bloody Hand uh, whatever that is so okay cool yeah Sounds some good. more casting nice. Richard E. Grant's always good um, and yes be interested to see what they do <laughs> he's going to um, ham it up massively for that oh big time yeah and so will she as well because I remember she did quite a lot of that in the Babadook if I yeah. remember correctly lots of uh, yeah running around like a lunatic she's so hammy she better never get an invite to number 10 <clears throat> absolutely just <laughs> <laughs> won't uh, let it go no no fucking help it uh, this is good news well encouraging news is that AMC has ordered Preacher to series Yay. so the pilot must have been decent, is all I'll say. Although, I don't know, maybe AMC's quality <laughs> is slipping going, yeah. after. It, it's, yeah. it's better than Fear the Walking Dead, just order a fucking series. <laughs> yeah, well, they, I hope they've not just gone, oh yeah, that's a comic. Yeah, they like the comics, our viewers. Yeah. But, um, I reckon it'll no, be good. I'm very encouraged. Yeah, I'm still not sure about all the casting decisions, but they, they must know what they're doing. Um, I'm interested to see how what the overall tone of it is because the the comics are kind of I think it fits with Seth Rogen quite well actually like his sort of um, well his body of work is kind of a bit dark a bit nuts so yeah it might work uh, and they've got a, one of the showrunners from Breaking Bad one on it as well so yeah I'm 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 looking forward to seeing what they do with it um, I mean I'm cautiously optimistic yeah for those that don't know preacher is um if you didn't hear us talking about this before preacher is uh about a angel and a demon fuck create this thing called genesis goes down to earth possesses a preacher who then gets the power of uh the word of god so he can basically tell you to do something and you have to do it can you imagine what a kerfuffle this is going to cause in the states yep when it comes out oh yeah because like it's just it's massively um it's it's about uh man and god losing touch like literally yeah because god has left yeah god has fucked off he's gone to play ski ball but um (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah and you've got this uh the saint of killers who's effectively the, the 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 walking corpse of john wayne who's who's like uh, coming for him, isn't he? I think. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's coming um, for everyone. But and then there's uh, there's a whole uh, like shady organisation that uh, are all sort of uh, in cahoots with angels and stuff. Hmm. And it's fucking mental that it's, show. To be comic, honest, yeah. well, if they the, can the, get the away the with half of the stuff they have in Supernatural. It's kind of opened the doors a bit because yeah. they've just killed off every single religious deity. 
spiritual being, whatever, they've popped up and died. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, so, so if, if they still been going, they've got season 11 coming up and it's doing pretty well. Yeah. I'd some say of, some of the shit, man, in the comic this. though is unreal. Like, yeah, I can imagine. I think I've seen bits of it and read bits of it. And just still, I'm not sure. yeah, it will open the door towards the series I've always hoped they would make, The Boys. Oh, uh, yeah, that's another uh, Garth Ennis they one. Would, isn't they it? can never make that. Like, that, I know, like, but maybe, I just, I just, I just, maybe in I just want years, Clive though. Owen to play Butcher. <laughs> <laughs> God. That would just be so awesome. <laughs> you you know, Clive Owen and Simon Pegg, and that's it. And, <laughs> you, you know, do you guys know and, about um, the boys and, at all, Ian and Rob? No, go on. Um, it's basically oh, what would happen if superheroes are real, as in they they would be absolute fucking arseholes. You know, if you you put a guy in that position yeah. of power where they've got they can basically do whatever they want. They're worshipped by the media. Um, so yeah, it they just turn into yeah. like completely self-absorbed shits. <laughs> the, the, the superhero spring break has basically got an army of hookers who have to be on the coke in order to survive yeah they, they don't come up because otherwise like a couple of times it's happened in, in the story that uh, like one of the superheroes has been fucking a girl and literally she's just either split in half or just turned to a mist or like it's, it's oh, just grim. nasty it's, it's grim <laughs> It start. Yeah. It starts off with. Um, That's the face I made here. That when I was reading it, <laughs> just like what the fuck are you talking about? Jesus! It's got. Uh, <laughs> it's got. Um, uh, what's, what's the little ginger fella's name from Spaced and all that? Yeah, Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg. It's got but Simon Pegg's yeah. character in it. <laughs> in it, actually Ennis, in it. Called yeah, Wee Garth Ennis saw Spaced. Thought, well, this is never going anywhere. I might as well nick that character. So he wrote him into his comic. Uh, of course, Space took off massively afterwards. But yeah, so yep. it's it's actually got him Simon Pegg in it, and um, it starts off with him going around a fair, you know, like a, a fairground with his girlfriend, and then all of a sudden there's a couple of superheroes that have been fighting, and one of them punches the other, and she goes, um, um, the superhero goes skinning across the ground, hits Simon Pegg's girlfriend, and smashes her against the wall, and so Simon Pegg's just left standing there holding half the girl's arm, and she's just splattered <laughs> like ketchup gibbed up against the wall and then the superhero and flies it, and off and gets on with his day <laughs> that's like setting the scene for it so you could bring in all the big name actors for it though you know you could have Lawrence Fishburne as was it Mother's Milk yeah you could have Jean you could have Jean Reno as the French guy <laughs> you could have the girl out of um, Pacific Rim as the Japanese one yeah yeah I might need to check that out actually I do I do like that uh, looks fun does look fun some Garth Ennis it is very good it's, um, I've got yeah. quite a few issues. Of it. I didn't finish collecting that. I need to get the rest of the trades. But, um, <laughs> and yeah. then he, he did crossed afterwards, which is like even oh, more God. depraved. That's really <laughs> depraved. Yeah. That's, That's like yeah. super nasty zombies. That they're not. They're like intelligent, aren't they? Some yeah, of them. Yeah, they they basically just switched off the inhibitions and ramped up the the bloodlust, the yeah. plague. They're like cannibals it's, and stuff, yeah. really, aren't they? It's the wrong yeah. full dead. <laughs> you see somebody getting yeah. beaten to death with a severed <laughs> horse's cock in it. It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. what is going that, on? That poor, that poor dolphin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Well, on that bombshell, anyway. uh, we should mention that uh, uh, we did talk about the 
Top Gear stuff before, but they have since, and was shortly after we last mentioned it, they did actually reveal that they have a $160 million budget. That's nuts, isn't it? For the, for the uh, Clarkson & Co. show, <clears throat> which should be, be interesting to see how they spend it. That's one expensive caravan they're going to blow up. Yeah, All considering them, their budget was in the thousands up until this point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And now they've got hundreds. Uh, <laughs> what the hell are they going to do? Jesus. <laughs> Who knows? Um, We're going to race that planet against that comet. Yeah. <laughs> they did put it in perspective. That is kind of standard for uh, most kind of cable or on-demand shows. Um, but, yeah, it's really? just the fact that they're on that platform, I guess it's... Plus, it's getting made yeah. in England rather than America, <clears throat> isn't it? Uh, I imagine they're doing whatever they have to do to keep them happy. So probably, <laughs> well, they'll probably shoot some of it, but then they they always would go overseas anyway. So yeah, true. It, yeah. I guess by that you mean British production team, but yeah, cheaper. They'll basically, probably rather than yeah, rather than Europe would. kind of thing. Yeah. Speaking of on-demand stuff uh, on Netflix. Uh, on the other side of the coin, we've got um, Sense8's been renewed for a second season, which is cool. cool. I enjoyed the first season. I know people had different ideas about it. Did did you watch it all, didn't you, John? Yeah, I did, yeah. 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 There's, there's, you, will you watch the second one? Um, yeah, I probably will. I mean, it was enjoyable enough. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I'd uh, put it on my on the top of the list, but uh, yeah, I will. I will get around to it when there's a second series out. Yeah, especially when it's on Netflix and it's all there available whenever I want to watch it without any messing about. That's mm. it. Yeah, mm. it's just so easy. Um, I've still got to get around to the first series, but well, it's not going anywhere. It's all no. there, isn't it? So mm. uh, yeah. Um, also on Netflix. Uh, they're going to commission more episodes of Charlie Brooker's Black Mirror. Cool. Which is cool. Uh, they've, uh, yeah, they've committed to making multiple new episodes. So that could be really good. I mean, the last one with the Christmas special with uh, John Hammond, it was really good. Um, so maybe we'll see some more higher profile actors in it, but mm. even the early stuff's great. Um, and especially timely, one episode of yes. it in particular. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, that happened for different reasons, though, didn't it? Well, he's, yeah, he had to go on and say that he didn't have any knowledge of it before, you know, he made it. Whatever it was. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, what else have we got here? Um, oh, yeah, more British TV um, or not. Well, uh, Utopia was a really good show. Uh they were long quite entrenched in the development of uh, a new version of it for HBO, David Fincher and the writer of um, what was his last movie that was good? Uh, Gone Girl. Uh, yeah, they were both going to retool Utopia as like a 12 episode <clears throat> HBO remake, but it's not happening anymore. Oh, so <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's just not happening. Uh, Problems with budget, apparently. Sounds similar to the Twin Peaks thing with David Lynch, although that is now back on. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I never, when it got cancelled on Channel 4, I, I, I sort of was like, oh, well, we've got this other thing coming. But I'm not surprised this didn't see the light of day in the end. It did seem a bit of a reach and a bit unnecessary, really, when the UK one was great, even though it didn't 
or well it ended but anyway um one thing that might be uh going ahead though uh is a couple of like hbo comedies um flight of the concords anyone fan of that no uh only because i've not seen it so i oh, did right. see one or two of them i've seen a um, bunch of them sort of very strange funny. new zealand sort of odd comedy in it sort of thing. low key humor yeah yeah almost like indie comedies i don't know would you call it that <laughs> well they they were a, they were a, like a stand-up act um mm. that would do their shtick and they extended it into like two seasons on hbo um but hilarious stuff and lots of um very odd humor and uh like they would reference their new zealandness quite a bit uh, there were some mm. references to like Lord of the Rings and stuff in some of the episodes. Um, some of them, they'd just be playing at the airport and it would be like, that's like, and they had a manager character who was really funny. But anyway, apparently they're going to be making, they, they might be making a movie of that. So uh, that could be fun. <laughs> I just, the, what sticks out for me about it, it's just a weird, I don't know if it was a dream or a hallucinogen in which he gets visited by versions of David Bowie. <laughs> uh no that like, is it that is totally yeah that is in it um and uh yeah that totally <laughs> happens and there's my, the my whole my. robot one as well um yeah uh another hbo comedy that we might be seeing more of is curb your enthusiasm anyone checked out any of that no 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 uh it's all right well um it's bloody brilliant uh Larry David, the creator of uh, Seinfeld, bit of a <coughs> show all about him, uh, like a sort of kind of exaggerated version of him. It's the ultimate in cringe humour. Uh, if you like Gervais type stuff, uh, this side of the pond, he's kind of the equivalent of it in America. Um, but it's very fun. And But the thing is, he's he's kind of, he can just go to HBO, oh, I've got another season ready and they'll just make it. Um, it's never like it's not like an annual thing. It happens every year. It's just when he can be bothered. Um, most recent season of it had uh, Michael J. Fox in it, doing some very self-referential humour. You know, you've got to admire the man to uh, make fun of his own predicament. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was it was tastefully done, but yeah, it's very kind of uh, quite raw comedy. Um, that's pretty cool. So, yeah, there might be some more of that coming. Apparently, he said something like, yeah, uh, I might have another season in me. So that'd be cool. Um, More uh, spin-off stuff. We've got... um, They're talking about doing a Sons of Anarchy spin-off based on the Mayans, which is a bit weird. Um, Might see some uh, returning characters from... The original show, which you're still watching, aren't you, Marcus? Yeah, I am. Um, I'm still living in the early 2000s, still working away from Greg and Bad <laughs> and, uh, and, and Sons of Anarchy. I'm on the last, I think I'm on the last series, or second to last for both, actually. I think. Okay. I'm on, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I'll be up for more of this, to be honest. I mean, you'll get the odd, probably, episode watch. where Tig will show up, or um, what's her name? What's uh, Thingy's character? Venus. Oh. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. <laughs> You'll probably yeah, just, just have them just showing started, up. I just, I'm just at the beginnings of that sort of weird Tig Venus thing going on. Yeah. 
it's all a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and they're talking about doing more 24, but without Kiefer. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah, so uh, Fox want to do more 24. Kiefer Sutherland's not really up for it. So they're thinking of doing it all, like completely retooling it with a whole new cast. Wow. Sort of not ignoring what came before, but uh, kind of just just sort of kicking it off mm. with a new main hero. Yeah. I should just call it 48. And set it over two days. <laughs> so that way, well, if it fails, no one can associate the two. 48 episodes, that's a bit much. <clears throat> I struggle with 24 as it is. <laughs> well, no, it doesn't have to be 48 <clears throat> episodes. I know 24 is 24 episodes, but it could yeah. be 48 episodes. Each one is like two hours instead of an hour. But the. I to be honest, it's got no key for Sutherland, so he's going to, you know, he's not going to pull people in as much anyway. Yeah. I just think they'll just do it with someone else for a bit and he'll come back eventually. It's just he doesn't want to do it at the moment. It's like when they did, um, what was it? You know, you had Spooks that won them for ages. And then you had yeah. the kid series of Spooks that was set in an alternative world in which all the main adults and everyone had been wiped out in a nuclear Armageddon. Spooks they, Babies was that. Or something like that. Yeah, it was something <laughs> weird. They did actually did a series of that. It was like Spooks. Oh, they did, yeah. Something stupid yeah. like that. I did watch that, I'm ashamed to say. Yeah, but I'm saying it was like London was taken out in a nuclear blast or something yeah. like that. And then um, it was then carried on. But that's the whole point. It never affected the main show. It was just an alternative sort of thing. Uh, I I would rather if they do something crazy like that with something so iconic was if they kind of do it, you know, a tenuous link without it, you know, tarnishing whatever has come before. Yeah, well... I mean, it's worked for some things, like um, like the Flash and stuff. It has. <laughs> it has. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll just see. Um, and finally, last little bit here is Fox. While we're on the subject of more Fox, they're apparently talking about doing more Wayward Pines, even though that was originally set up as a one-off. <laughs> um, they definitely ended it in a way that could have more mm. and yeah i think they were quite pleased with the way that went uh it had some really good ratings um so they're talking about doing more wayward pines uh how do we feel about more wayward pines i think we, did we all watch I watched that? it I, yeah. I i watched it i i was hoping there was more i mean the big reveal that you know the world was through bard and stuff <gasps> yeah um, yeah <laughs> yeah Another M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> but I'm just thinking... Oh, I, I was destroyed. <laughs> but, but that's the thing. But that's the thing. I've, with M. Night Shyamalan, it's um, often the reveals will say like the equivalent would be like, say if it's a 10 episode, it would be episode 9, you'd get the reveal. Yeah. Not episode 4 or whatever, or, or 5. So yeah. I was expecting that to be a red herring and there was going to be something else. And yeah, it, I, wasn't. I, it was so early that I was sort <laughs> of yeah. like, this can't be real. I thought that was to throw you off because everyone yeah. knows he does that in his films and dramas and whatever so i was expecting that to be the obvious twist and then it turns out it's not and you know they're probably on in space or something yeah yeah <laughs> it was kind but of a bit of a dark city happen. pull the rug from under you sort of yeah what <laughs> the fuck i enjoyed it was it. nice I seeing it was ian mcshane working again though what he's always gonna ian work in in. Is he, always that? Ian was, uh, he was in the um no ian mcshane no mike mcshane sorry Mike McShane. Which one? 
Mike McShane oh, is um, whose line is it anyway? Is a yes, short, portly gentleman. Yeah. Mike Mike McShane, that was it, yeah. Uh, Ian McShane. Yeah. I think he was in Warehouse thirteen. He for was a while. he was the What was he did? He was in the um estate agent guy. Oh, was the he? Big guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, I I remember. Yeah, I I yeah, I didn't I wasn't aware of his work. <laughs> so no, no. He hasn't done a lot of T V but he oh, was a big part of sort of growing up, watching years and years of Whose Lines It Anyway and stuff. Oh, oh okay. fair dues. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're also talking about doing an X-Men series on Fox as well, which uh, is intriguing. As long as it's not like the terrible... Yeah. It's got to have that theme. Yeah. As long as it's not like the terrible Generation X movie, that was bad. They said it in the school and they had like the second-rate people like Banshee and, the white and some stretchy dude and stuff like that. And you just think, what? Terrible film. Don't watch it. No, is it, um, is it going to be live action? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh well. They <laughs> could. They could. It, you never know. They. It's it, good sentence. It's yeah. If they put, if they put enough money into really. it, it could be good. Yeah. Just speaking, don't skimp on it. Speaking of which, um, have anyone seen any sort of set photos and stuff from? Uh, X-Men Apocalypse. Yes. I'm not sure what to make of it. On one hand, I was really pleased when I saw, um, you know, Storm with the uh, Mohican and stuff like that, the Mohawk sort of style cut, and then all the 80s, and Jubilee appears to be sort of like, as opposed to a random kid. Um, I'm hoping they follow, like, the original story, and that the Sentinels are kind of coming after her and stuff, and the X-Men introduce themselves <coughs> that way. Um because it looks kind of similar to that way, because they do shots of them were in a shopping mall, weren't they? Which would, you know, entail because if the whole universe has been swapped around now after the events of Days of Future yeah. Past, I think um, X Men for me has always been the one that pulled itself back off because X Men Three was a bit shit. Last Stand, I think. Yeah, uh, terrible. I, I mean, it, it was quite bad, but then subsequently they've managed to get it back on track. So. Yeah. I think if they keep going the way they did with future past, uh, it'll be mm. fine and it'll end nicely. Yeah. And we'll go, oh, that oh no, was good. Yeah, and then definitely. in two years, we'll get a fucking reboot and it'll all start again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's all right. They've, do- <laughs> it's, they've done a very good job of like sort of bringing in like a new generation of X Men yeah. um, that could well, carry the torch. Onwards. Yeah, but I mean, a number of them have said they're not going to do any more of them. Yeah, um, really. A number of the, y- the last a number one. of the kids have said they're not going to do that. Really? I, so. I think Jennifer I th- Lawrence said she's only down for one more and that she's done. Oh, I can mm. imagine her going. Uh, yeah. But especially like the new lot of kids, I thought that they cast them deliberately young. Um, I guess they have to because the other guys aren't that old, are they? Um, mm. But also to get to get them locked into multiple movies. It's a the torch sort yeah. of thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, it'd be interesting because I, I, I would like them to... Have, because as as we're seeing all the Marvel stuff, I would like their writers or the writers they employ to try and have more of a plan with films rather than just piecing, you know, A to B to C and then finale. Yeah. Um, well, it's uh, it's Simon Kimberg, isn't it, who's kind of becoming the uh, the shepherd of all this. Hmm. Um, he he's also having a fair bit to do with the Star Wars stuff, actually, hmm. making sure all that ties together. Nice. So yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Busy boy. Cool. All right then. Uh, I think that will do us for news this week. And 
I'll wrap it up here. This has been the Not Watching Podcast in partnership with notlistening.co.uk where you can also hear myself and Ian talk about video games and virtual reality on the Not Playing Podcast. And you can also hear Adam, Ash and Will talk about all manner of funny things on the Not Listening Podcast too. Please email us your thoughts on the show at notwatchingpodcast at gmail.com or you can tweet or follow us on Twitter at notwatchingpod. You can also find the show notes for this show at notlistening.co.uk. If you're listening to us on iTunes, please do give us a review. And that's all. Thanks for listening. See ya. Bye. Bye-bye.